0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Glad you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all our great listeners. Especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. Want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Joel, now he's got three kids. He's he's really Churn and Spoon has become an essential business to him. Not Churn and Spoon. I'm sorry, Strange Brew. Yes, yes. Churn and Spoon might be at some point. You might need to take the three kids. You know, once once little Chloe Kate's a little you know on the solid foods, take them all for ice cream one day. But that day isn't here yet. Right now,
1: I gotta wait anyway because I'm still waiting on Kate to grow out of his milk allergy. Oh, he's got a milk allergy? He does have a oh, milk
0: Oh, that's no good. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it, you know, they think he'll grow out of it, and he has shown signs that he's growing out of it. Very so, good. So we're getting there. Yeah.
0: So what we'll do is every day, I'll just bring him a piece of cheese until he's not sick anymore. Until, yeah, there you go. So eat this. Do you feel bad? All right, I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully better. Oh, yeah. I will say, though, like
1: the only reaction we've ever had with Cade mm-hmm. is like wrist breakout. Okay. So, I mean. Not a severe answer. It,
0: well, don't, they, I they told us to get the
1: EpiPen, to be sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, you, you should be sure. But, uh, which those things are not cheap, by the way. Um, yes. But, by and large. If you if think that's, breaking
0: bad. It's a good <laughs> microcosm of the American health care system. <laughs> if, if that's all. I mean, sometimes a little ice cream is worth a little itching, you know. That is true, especially when it's churn and spoon, handmade, handcrafted ice cream, all their fresh toppings and many, many choices they've got there. But until then, you know, you need the coffee. So you head over to Strange Brew, keep yourself alert and awake, three kids, head on a swivel. You got to be that way. Our good friends over at College Corner are still giving it away. My goodness, what are you waiting on? If you haven't bought a gift card from College Corner, I've been plugging this special for months now. If you haven't done this yet, I don't know what to tell you, man. you just, you just you just not wanting to have some cheap MSU merchandise. And not cheap in terms of the quality of it. I'm talking about cheap in terms of the price. 30% off any gift card purchase, they're giving it away. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Make that purchase today. You can shop at either of their two locations in the Jackson area. Or just shop online there at collegecornerstore.com. Check out their incredible selection of MSU merchandise. Advantage Business Systems wants your business working for you, not you working for your business. That means you need to be the one in control. You need to make sure that everything is tip-top and running at its peak efficiency. Find out how Advantage Business Systems can help you with a quick phone call, and they'll put 45 years of experience in this state to work for you. Call them at 844-833-6245. Visit them online at absms.com. Find out how advantage business systems helps your business. Do business. All right. We've got a positional breakdown to do before we get into these rumblings. We're going talk about some linebackers today. Well then let's do it. Let's let's break it down. <laughs> break it down. <laughs> All
1: right. uh,
0: linebackers. Most experienced guy maybe on the team. I mean, outside of Island and Kylan Hill. Yeah. You know, this is the guy, Errol Thompson. He's not the question. It's what's around him is the question. Do you think this is a versatile group? I, I keep hearing people, people Sam this and Will that, and just for me, I don't outside, buy I outside don't, linebackers. Outside linebackers, outside linebackers, <laughs> or outside linebackers you know, <laughs> you know, I, I I never really get too far down the road on designations. Of, I, look, Errol Thompson's a middle linebacker. That's where he's going. He's not going outside.
1: I, I guess the question, like Jordan Davis, for instance, if he's going to play some end, yeah, then like Why maybe can't he's, he play well, Sam
0: and Will. Well,
1: I, I guess like. Maybe, you know, he's closer to the line of scrimmage, so maybe he's better suited for one linebacker spot than the other. You know, kind of. Yeah,
0: but, that's, maybe that's just, it's just a, a scheme thing that I'm just not familiar enough with what the responsibilities are of each of these players. But for me, you know, I see a lot of guys that look sort of similar, you know, between Davis, Wheat, Brule, Watson. Well, with Watson, he is. He can play all three. Yeah, Lawson. All of these guys, I, feel, I see guys, I feel like they they can move around a lot. Um, and they can have that versatility that they're going to need to have. This is another group, though, that, and it's, it's, it's I mean, it's, more, it's almost worse than the, the defensive line. Once I get past Errol Thompson, I don't have a single guy that I can just say, yeah, I know what I'm getting with him. No, you don't. And that's why it's, it's tough to do a, even a positional breakdown
1: because we can call out the names. We can talk about the recruiting profiles of, say, a Jordan Davis or whoever. We hadn't seen it. Right. Haven't seen a thing. You know, can they can they cover a pass? Do they have the speed to, to get out in coverage? And that, I don't know. Maybe they do. Um, the only one that we've laid eyes on that we know can get the job done because he has over the course of his career, Errol Thompson. So, it, again, it's a spot, like you said, where there's not a lot of known commodities there. For whatever reason, though, I, I don't know. I, I don't really—maybe I should be, but I don't view linebacker as a as big a concern as, say, the secondary, which is kind of in the same spot. You're going to have a lot of first-year guys, a lot of unknowns in the secondary, and everybody, myself included, is like, oh, man, they may be—secondary may be rough— And in linebacker, outside of Errol Thompson, you have a bunch of unknowns and unproven guys. And at least for me, and you may disagree, uh, I feel a little more comfortable about it for whatever reason.
0: Maybe it's just because that's where Zach Arnett is coaching, so I feel like he's going to be as hands-on as possible. But I'm agreeing with you that, I mean, in reality, this is the the least depth you have in, in the team. I mean, yeah, because it's Errol Thompson, and then, and then who bunch, knows? It's a bunch of no, no, no of no names in terms of you've never seen them play. Now, yeah, Jordan Davis, great recruiting profile. I mean, Brule's played some. Brule you know, has but... played some. Watson has played some, but not to the to point where I'm just like, yeah, plug him in. Yeah, they're good to go. You know, so this is another position. The more we've we've you know we've done two breakdowns in a row, and then tomorrow we're doing the cornerbacks. Whew. I am really starting to have my doubts on this MSU defense. They've got a long a big hill to climb. Big.
1: Huge. Huge. (laughs) It really is, man. And it's why when we did our uh, media poll, you know, that you orchestrate each year, that I just – I thought that was the easiest question of the poll. Will State finish in the top half of defense in the SEC? No, <laughs> I, I didn't really have to. Yeah, have to scratch too many brain cells apart to, to see what I was thinking on that one. You know, it was,
0: and then that's also why we've said if they do, this is going to be a tremendous football team because it's going to come out of nowhere. You know, I, I think State is going to struggle, you know, holding teams down, and that's why it's a good thing they have Mike Leach because they're going to need to score some points.
1: Well, it also bodes well. For the future, yeah. If this young group can just hold their own, yeah. This year, yeah.
0: Who do you think is going to start alongside Thompson and and and, and, and linebacker? Who who are the Sam and the Will? Who are the outside? Uh, Brulee, I, I think. I he's, think probably a he's, he's, certainty.
1: Feels like it, yeah. Um, and then from all intents and purposes, I, I'll say, uh, I'll say Wheat, just because I think Jordan Davis. I mean, he may play with his hand on the ground some he may play linebacker some mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if it it just feels like wheat is the solidified linebacker of the two and, and davis is kind of more of a either or kind of thing so that's why i'm going
0: wheat there but i think it's going to be davis over wheat for the for the time being um, i kind of think they'll play about the same amount. yeah i mean that's the thing though It's on passing situations i like the idea of of davis and wheat on the field at the same time. So i feel like those are two guys who i, I think can get after the quarterback uh, whereas, you know, with Marquis Spencer, he's such a big guy, he's 300 pounds. I feel like maybe that's more of a, of a run-stopper kind of thing. So I think that's some of that, you know, we talked about versatility and being able to plug guys into different positions. This, that's where that's gonna, going to work out. Um, so that, that's where, you know.
1: <sighs> I mean, Davis had the better profile of the two, right? Yeah. When you go to, like, recruiting profile. Oh yeah,
0: Davis was number one JUCO yeah. player in the well, country I mean, for a good portion. He was a top five guy. Had legit, he was committed to Alabama. Yeah. He was committed to Tennessee. You know, he had legitimate offers from basically everybody in the conference. I feel like he's he's going to be a very good player for Mississippi State. State of all the JUCO guys, Davis is the one I feel they need the, the most instant impact from. They need him to come in and and give them pass rush and be the kind of player that, that they recruited. They need that
1: more so than. Uh, more so than we well, or lost. Well, I was going to say, more so than like Malik Keith, other side of the ball. But well, that's the thing with Malik Keith
0: is there's so, so many, many guys, guys over there, right? Yeah. You, know, you just don't. There's not as many at linebacker. You only got three positions, and you need you need those guys to be good. And especially you know if you're going to be a little weak up front, you, those linebackers better be good to clean up the mess. And you know, I feel like with Errol Thompson, you've got that guy. Now he we saw him struggle a bit last year, but I think we we've, we've talked about this many times we learned how valuable Jeffrey Simmons was, basically. And if you watched Monday Night Football, you saw exactly how valuable Jeffrey Simmons was. Uh, the guy's a monster. And he did a lot. He, he really helped Errol Thompson. Last year, you know, with Lee Autry out, you had Crumity and Pickering in there trying to figure it out. And, you know, they were young. And, and Thompson's play suffered as a result. I think if Autry had been eligible to play the whole year, not that he's a Jeffrey Simmons-type player, but he's a good enough player that he would have, I think Thompson's numbers would have been better. Uh, and of course, not having Willie Gay alongside him hurt, him hurt him as well. This year, with everybody at full strength, should be okay. Thompson, I think, will make a, a bounce back, and I don't know that it'll be all SEC. I mean, as an inside linebacker, is he going to be picked over Dylan Moses? Probably not.
1: And, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, um, and, and some of this is just looking at him, at him over a computer screen, but, um, Errol Thompson looks to be in much better shape right now than, than he was in than he was a year ago. So. I don't know how much that will factor into things, but he looked a little leaner. Um, he just looked better. I don't know how else to say it. He looked a little more in shape, maybe a little less, uh, a little less uh, flub. Okay. <laughs> Not that he was a big guy, but right. He just he just looked a little leaner and things. So uh, that kind of makes you think maybe he'll be a touch quicker and everything else that you probably need to be at that middle linebacker
0: spot. I agree. I think this is another position with with, with some, some with the ceiling. I think the ceiling is higher here than it is on the defensive line. I think Davis could be a really good player. I think Trey Lawson could be a really good player. I think Tyrus Wheat can be a really good player. I think Brule can be a really good player. And I know Thompson can be a really good, really good player.
1: And so. I think Watson's good depth to have. I mean, I think so. can, can do any, can play any any spot, can can plug a hole wherever you need it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. So. I like the group, but they've got, again, they've got a lot to prove it. they got a lot to show us. Uh, and, you know, against LSU, a team that, you know, is going to want to spread the field but still run the football and be physical, you know, good test. Good test to start the year. For that, for that linebacking group Alright let's move on into the rumblings That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, that food truck will be up And running this weekend, so definitely stop by For lunch or dinner, grab a burger Grab a steak sandwich, maybe a steak taco All sorts of great specials They're always running over there, you never know what they're going to come up with And of course if you just want to go inside And grab yourself a steak, grab yourself Some burgers or brisket or beef ribs Or anything, a tri-tip They've got it in there waiting on you All you've got to do is ask and they'll put it in front Of you, And you can take it home and cook it for your family this weekend We still got another free weekend Before we get into SEC football You should be cooking You should be cooking with Welcome Home Beef Give them a call today at 662-268-8148 Or visit them online at facebook.com Slash Welcome Home Beef Don't forget, they're always taking special orders Pork belly, pork products, beef products It doesn't matter Whatever you're going to get from Welcome Home Beef One thing is for sure
1: It just tastes good
0: we got the rumblings. I'm excited. We got this is our last uh, non game week rumblings. Next week we have a game. To, a Looks game.
1: like we made it. Look how far. <laughs>
0: Calm down over there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's done until it's done in this world. We'll start off with Graham Yateman, who wants to know for a th- he wants to make a thousand dollar bet: Is Jeff Simmons in the Hall of Fame after his pro football career is over?
1: Ah, uh, off to a good start. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I mean, it it feels. uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, that's a pretty dang high bar. Yeah. It's it's tough to say for anybody. That said, with the way he impacted the game at the college level, the way that I think he's going to continue to impact the game at the pro level, if he stays healthy. It's so tough to he, say it, but it feels like he's on a trajectory if, where he could get there. You
0: just have to put it this way. If he plays at the level he's playing at right now for the next six or seven years, yes. Yeah. But, you know, if he, obviously injury, anything can happen. But the level he's playing at right now, yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, sort of similar question. Logan Ledbetter, who will end up having the better career when it's said and done, Simmons or Cox? I mean, why is Chris Jones not on that question? Yeah. That first my first question.
1: It's so tough to say Simmons because Cox has kind of already been there, done it, and, and got, you, a, Super you, ring and got a Super Bowl ring. And got a Super Bowl ring, and you you see you, you already Cox doesn't have much left to achieve. He's already achieved it, yeah. and you have to count on Simmons staying healthy and doing the same thing. The safe bet here is Fletcher, yes, because it's already in the bank. Yeah,
0: if you were if you were actually making these bets, it would be like Cox would be like minus one eighty, and and Simmons would be plus three hundred, something like that. You know, a relatively safe bet three to one's not that bad. But Cox is already it's it's already, you know, he's setting the bar right now. Yeah. You know, Simmons has to get there. So I would say Cox, but Simmons I think has a higher ceiling. I'll say that. Yeah. So to continue the theme here. Tucker Medlin wants to know who's the best college defensive lineman in MSU history? He lists Fletcher Cox, Chris Jones, Jeff Simmons, Montez Sweat. While here? Yeah. It's Simmons. Is it? Billy Jackson had 17 sacks in one season. I guess I'm going with... i mean, I'm going with a modern recency era. Recency yeah, bias here. I mean, I don't know how you can... Billy Jackson, to me, is the answer. it okay. 17 sacks. I don't know how legit that is, because the sack wasn't really a thing back then, but they racked up 17 of them. There's no way to measure this.
1: Yeah but that 2018 defense minus Jeffrey Simmons is not the 2018 it's not defense. not as
0: good. It's still and really no, good. The,
1: the numbers that were put up around him, whether it's Sweat or whoever, yeah. they're not put up if Simmons
0: isn't in the middle. It's not as good. There's no, but that's true of everything. I mean, the 2014 offense isn't the same without Dak. I mean, it's just, Fair. you know, when you have a superstar, uh, the, I think that some of the, the true measure of a superstar sometimes is, does he elevate the play of the players around him? You know, anybody can be a great player. But can they make other players around them better simply by doing what they do? Dak Prescott did that. Jeff Simmons did that. Simple as that. Michael has a baseball question. Wants to know if every big time pitcher hit the market, who would you want your team to get? So the Braves could just—it's a fantasy draft. Who's you taking with the first? Who who are you pitching taking? Jacob Degrom. Degrom? Yeah. I don't know what he. Would, I don't know that he would be a good pitcher. In a system where he gets run support, I think he's he's sort of he's used, he's used to one, used to only to one, one. Run. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, but, to me, DeGrom, DeGrom. Degrom is slam dunk the best pitcher in the game right now. Like, I don't even. It's not Walker even a Bueller. debate. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with, with that. But I can't pronounce
0: that name. Cindergard. Cindergard. Yeah. No,
1: Cindergard's way down the list for me. And I, I say way down the list. He's
0: what about a? If he's you, not in If that you upper, knew he was going to be healthy, Strasburg.
1: If you knew he was going to be healthy, yeah, yeah. But that's a big if. Oh, that's a big if with him. Yeah. And I've always kind of questioned his Scherzer mental the, toughness. Too. Scherzer's on the back end of things. Yeah, that's the thing with Scher, the thing Scherzer. With if you'd asked me this question three years ago. Scherzer. Scherzer. Or Verlander. Yeah. So. But right now, today, if you told me the Braves could have any, add any pitcher in Major League Baseball DeGrom. to their roster for 2021, Jacob deGrom, and it's not even a debate.
0: That's a good one. Zach Huzak says, you're now banned from North America. What country do you move to? Your family can come to. Ooh. Um... Gosh, I've never never thought about this. I haven't. I feel like it's an easy
1: answer for Canada? That's Canada? That's in North America. <laughs> oh, North America. I'm thinking I'm pan yeah. from USA.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to move to England. That way I don't have to learn a new language. That's a good thought. Plus, I just become a Chelsea season ticket holder. That's a good thought. Yeah.
1: I'm with you. Yeah.
0: You can can, I, can a, I come? You can become a cricket fan. Yeah. <laughs> No baseball anymore for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to move where right. I don't have to learn a new language. I'll come with so, you. Yeah, we're going to England. You can cook for us. Thunder and lightning becomes like, you know, tea and crumpets.
1: Do we get cool accents? I can't even do an English do we have? Accent. Do we get what? Accents. Cool accents? Yeah.
0: I don't know if we get cool accents. Cool accents? We can, we can certainly try.
1: Be like a redneck Englishman. <laughs> an Englishman, that man said. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, he's from South England. Uh, Will Stanford (laughs) Uh, Given the (laughs) Given the recent move of Schrader to wide receiver What other football player in MSU history Would you move to another position Can be any So any player at any time He wants to use Willie Gay as a fullback Which I think is a huge waste Why would you want an athlete like that To only carry the ball a couple times a game (laughs) Put him a quarterback I've seen that work Doesn't it make sense to move Dak to tight end So he can fulfill his destiny (laughs) I don't know Um If you want to do
1: one now, Marcus Murphy to running back, but you got Kylan Hill. Yeah. So I would move.
0: See, I don't. I feel like I'm, I'm not doing this right, but I just want Omar Connor to play in the Dan Mullen system as a quarterback. Can you imagine if you had Omar Connor and Jarius Norwood in that system? I don't know. As far as like moving a player, I'm trying to think that State have like a, a defensive back that I was just positive would have been a great receiver. Tell you what. Derek Pegues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could, could have been. Pegues to offense, yeah. My, show my Ackerman
1: roots here, but I saw Connor Stevens be a heck of a tight end That'd at Ackerman. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, could, we could put him on the offensive side of the ball at State and let him catch a few passes. Um, That's a good question. I don't
0: know. Yeah. I like, I like, I like my answer. I'm going to go with Derek Pegues playing offense. Uh, Oliver McLeod, what's it like to be a fan of a school that has, doesn't have multiple superstars and upcoming stars in the NFL? I had a great answer for this from Jason some, some text that I received last night. I was going to say, Ask Tyler Horka. <laughs> I wouldn't look. Texas's list of guys in the league right now, not very impressive. Not very impressive at all. Um, but that said, the, the, the real answer would be ask an Ole Miss fan. Uh,
1: State really does have some of the most notable players in the league right
0: you've now. You've got three top elite defensive linemen. You've got the quarterback of the most popular team in the league, one of the best corners in the, the league. One of the best corners in the league. Um, I think in in Gabe Jackson, you've got a, a top notch offensive lineman. The only thing they don't really have is a Jenkins. Run... Doesn't get a lot of pub, but he's he's starting to get a lot of pub. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you know you just don't have a, you don't have the other glamour positions though. You don't have a, a wide receiver or a tight or a running back. I think next year with Kylin Hill, you have an opportunity there. And then receiver is going to take a couple years to get some guys there, but we'll see. Uh, Miller Time, did Steven Gauskowski have the biggest no-coffee performance in the history of Monday Night Football? No, he he closed. He closed. doesn't matter what you do in the first three quarters. What matters is in the fourth quarter. That's closing time. ABC, Joel, always be closing. Always be closing. So, no, he gets all the coffee he wants. Speaking of, what's the worst single game you've ever seen from a player who's widely considered to be very good?
1: Worst single game I've ever seen from a player widely considered. Dax senior year egg bowl
0: was not good. Uh uh-uh. uh. That was not good. Um I'm trying to think I will forever believe that senior, that day, senior day stuff thing just screwed, screwed, it. screwed that screwed whole it deal. No question. Um I'm trying to think. Last year in the na- or two years ago in the national title game, Tua was bad against Clemson. Just not good. I think a lot of that – I think Clemson had a lot to do with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's plenty of them, though. Plenty of them. You know, Brett, Brett
1: Favre's had plenty of – a bunch of interception games. Yes.
0: Brett Favre, I mean, a lot of choices for him. i trying to think for, like, baseball. Has there been, like, a game where a pitcher just got shell? I, I was thinking about, like, the the 2012 World Series. Verlander, you know, they gave up two home runs to Sandoval, who's now a Brave, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: any any Clayton Kershaw postseason yes,
0: performance? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, it's a joke, but yes. So, all right, Gil Mainclay wants to rank the top four MLB stadiums.
1: Ah, uh, I'm not saying this with you sitting here. I would love to go to. Uh, I about said Pac Bell. It's not Pac Bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then be, so AT T to Oracle. Yeah, that's yeah. Oracle Park. So yeah, I'd love to go to San Fran. Um, I want to go to the New Texas. To, Maybe maybe, maybe we'll get to yeah um, here in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, I think number on my want to go to list, San Fran's number one, Pittsburgh's number two. I just I love how PNC looks. Yeah, it's awesome looking with the bridge in the back. It uh, yeah. just um that's Safeco.
0: I think that's a cool looking stadium.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's Safeco anymore either. Is it not? I can't uh-huh. remember what it's called, but it's not Safeco. Yeah.
0: Uh, Minnesota, I think San,
1: San Diego is kind
0: of a quiet. Petco is a cool stadium. Uh, hmm. Would you like to go one of the old ones like Wrigley or, or or Fenway.
1: Yeah, I'd love to go to both. I'm just I'm trying to think of, but
0: those aren't the best stadiums. No, either. I mean they don't have the, the amenities. So,
1: I'll, I'll throw the New Ranger Stadium in there, okay. just to number four. Yeah. I, I, it feels that like that may adjust, good, huh? but th- those other three are three I would really like to go to. You know, before my time on this earth is done. We'll see.
0: Chandler Knight, which player in the past at MSU has been your least and most favorite to interview? I feel like everybody's going to say Dak was the least favorite just because of the way you knew you were going to be up there until like nine or ten o'clock waiting on that guy. Yeah, you got good stuff out of him. But not even then, there he was, a, he was a, a cliche machine. Well, that
1: that really came more so towards the back end of his career mm-hmm. when he became Mister Cliche. Of course, that was mainly what I covered was the right. back end of his career. So, right. um. But I always enjoyed interviewing Dak just because he was always personable mm-hmm. and because there was always that you didn't know he was gonna become the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and be one of the most popular athletes in the world mm-hmm. at the time. But he still had a star quality yeah, to yeah. him. And so there was a neat, there was a, a coolness about talking and just because Dak's I don't know, he, he just
0: just cool kid. Yeah. Cool cool
1: guy. <laughs> I think
0: like, you know who I did not like interviewing? Quindary Weatherspoon. He gave you nothing. And he he didn't like talking. He just you could tell. Well, there have been
1: over the course of my time on the beat the last five six years, and this isn't a knock on those guys. I, I just they don't none of them really seem to be that big of talkers. But there have been very few basketball players, yeah, that just seem to enjoy speaking to Woodard,
0: us. Woodard Woodard would talk, and Perry would talk a little, but Q I loved love watching him play, but not a great interview. My my favorite guy to talk to were on the same team. Fitzgerald I thought was by the time he was a senior was a really good interview. He was funny. Yeah, and he, he kinda engage. he
1: kinda had a didn't have much of a filter. Like yeah. he, he would kind of
0: yeah. let you know how he felt. Well he would crack jokes with you a little yeah. bit too. And then I always appreciated Jeff Simmons. Every week would come up there and answer questions. Never back down from a question. I mean he was a, a real leader. Yeah, Daryl Williams was the same way. He, he now he
1: sounded like an auctioneer when he was talking.
0: God he talks so fast. He talks
1: so fast you had to really be listening to yeah. catch everything he said. But yeah. but that he was there rain, shine, sleet or snow through some ups and some downs yeah. of, of of the last year or so. Uh I hate to sound like a homer here, but one of my favorite dudes to talk to. Thunder and lightning fan of the program been on here a couple of times. Jake Mangum, Jake Mangum. just because he, he's just fun to talk to because he he's a very normal he's a, dude. He's a very normal dude, but he's also very <laughs> thinkative. I'm going to make up, up a word
0: there. He's always thinking. So so he's bright is what you're trying. Yeah, to say. but I like thinkative but Thinkative, okay. Thinkative. Jimmy Rayburn. That,
1: if we can put jabroni in the dictionary, we can put thinkative. Sure.
0: Jimmy Rayburn wants to know, two weeks off from the LSU game, given all the changes to both teams, what's the final score prediction? Well, Jimmy, we're not giving you that today, buddy. <laughs> you to have to tune in when the time comes. I won't get to give it. You, you, we'll get your prediction. Don't worry. But no, we're not giving away that. Right now, just say that uh, LSU, if, if LSU is a two-touchdown favorite, that's about where I am right now. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, has some questions for us. Will Schrader have better production at wide receiver than Omar Connor did? I think that's, that's 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 an easy question to answer because Omar Connor played in the Sylvester Croom offense. and Schrader's going to play in the Mike Leach offense. So, how many catches did Connor have in his career? Twenty. I mean, I think Schrader can get that pretty easily. I think the debate here is how much is Schrader really going to play? Yeah,
1: because I, I was looking at this yesterday, going back and listening to to Steve Spurrier and some of the things he said over the last few weeks. And I mean, they want basically eight receivers uh, to play in game action. And I think about six are pretty much locks already. Yeah. And and the... Talked uh, about this yesterday. Yeah, and, and so the, the other couple of spots, man, they're, they're just... I mean, is Schrader going to hop over Spivey? Is Schrader going to hop over Wally? Is Schrader going to hop over... Uh, I mean, fill in the blank. You know, Cumbus, Rufus Hart. Maybe he is. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just... It's it's tough to just sit here today and say Schrader's going to play and play a lot.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, where do we go here? All right. Uh, how underappreciated is former Bulldog basketballer Markel Patterson? Very solid player. Yeah, he was part of those those great teams at the beginning of the Stansbury tenure, and now owner of a, a good restaurant in, uh, in Mathiston, right? The three star cafe, and that where he, is that his restaurant? Uh, y- I've heard. I that couldn't remember the name. Got, of they it, but they got good food there. I right hear. Better post-signing day signee, Osiris Mitchell or Arnell Stallworth? I'm, I'm biased on this one. I worked with Arnell Stallworth. He's a friend of mine. So, But that said, from a production standpoint, I feel like we have to go with Osiris. Yeah,
1: and, and that production may even get higher But if now, I who so. I want
0: to go drink a beer with, I would pick Arnil Stalworth. Stallworth. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least from Steve, what is our favorite culture club song? I mean, is there another one other than Karma Chameleon? That's what we have to go with, right? You're going to have to take that one. Okay, I took it. Uh, Justin Strawn, his knee is in unbearable pain. He really messed himself up going down off the couch, evidently. Getting old, Justin. You're, you're, you're just old. John Gruden appears to have put on quite a few pounds since I last saw him. Justin's a big Raiders fan. Do you think that's quarantine weight or I've found the Las Vegas Casino Buffet weight? I tell you are those Las Vegas Casino Buffets. They are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it could be a little bit of both. Well, I mean, I it's the same thing. You know, you're, you're, you're quarantined, but you can still go to the buffet. You're John Gruden. I mean, how much do you think you, you, you're you a man, that, you know, I always like getting you with stuff because you don't know the prices of things. Yeah. Like, the, the best buffet in town is at Caesars Palace, the Bacchanal Buffet. How much do you think that is for dinner on a weeknight?
1: Dinner, weeknight, buffet,
0: Vegas, Yeah. $60. bucks. you are right. Right? Yeah. Is it? Hey. 59.99. So, and that's not that doesn't include alcohol. Just so you know. But that said, they've got I mean, whatever you want to eat is on that buffet. So. Due to my knee injury from last week, I'm having to adapt the way I do a number of tasks and it's not easy. If either of you were to lose functionality of a body part, which one would make it most difficult to make such a transition? I miss Bob for this question. Bob would have had a great answer about the thumb, but I mean, if you had to lose a body part, what do you want to lose? I like have you to just lose can't use it. Yeah. I'm thinking like my left hand. The hand I don't write with. Like so we can't go with just an appendage. You can't here. just, go, we can't with a just thumb. go with like yeah. a finger. Yeah.
1: Uh it would still be awful hard as a guy that types on the computer a lot during the day to not have your left hand. For me. That that would be a mm. but then again you don't have a foot. That's not good either. But you could get one of those uh, prosthetic feet yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: I might actually go foot over hand. What if I like,
0: put, what if I put you in a neck brace? You couldn't turn your head. You know, just That's, for a week. Oh, we're just doing a week. Here? Yeah, we're not. Oh, okay. Forever. I thought this yeah. was like a a permanent deal. No, no.
1: Well, I can make do with the hand thing for a week. Okay, that'd be that'd be no different than like breaking your hand and you yeah. just can't use it. Okay.
0: What sport that, has the biggest not nearly as easy as it looks factor, and why is the answer golf? Golf doesn't look easy to me. Maybe it's because I've tried to play golf and I know. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it. You know, do you want know the honest answer? Is to me, like sprinting. Like, why are some people faster than others? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> you know, feels like we're all sort of built the same. We should all be relatively close in speed, but we're not. We're not. I mean, literally, Usain Bolt could eat lunch in the time I, it takes me to run a forty. <laughs> so, I uh. mean, you know. To watch baseball
1: with some people. Some people that watch seem to think it's easy to hit some of the
0: mess that gets thrown up there. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you watch baseball and you're like, how are these guys missing these pitches? I think yeah. the real answer... How do you swing at that? Well, it's... Cause maybe it's not the sport, but it's like... I guess it's sort of the opposite, is that football coaching is a lot easier, I think, than people make it out to be. Like, once you load the terminology... The actual decision, ma- decision making processes aren't that difficult. You got a ton of analytics to help you. You know, you most of it's just common sense, unless you're like Vic Vangio just letting the timeouts sit in your back pocket. You know, but I don't know.
1: Dallas ended that game the other night, still with that timeout.
0: It's, how do teams how do teams that are losing if you're losing by ten or less and you go to the locker room with timeouts? I mean, you're just stupid. You should have at least you didn't try. You didn't try. Uh. Did you see that video yesterday of the tree falling? Mm-hmm. What was the, that guy one, the guy yeah. cussing himself? What was that guy thinking? <laughs> the biggest question I have is this. Where did he think the tree was going to go? Like, <laughs> where in that neighborhood could that tree fall safely? Like, it's going to fall in the middle of the road where there's cars parked? There was nowhere for that tree to go. Yeah, this wasn't the middle of the country. This was right. <laughs> That's middle. where, like, you got to take the tree down in stages. That's like a 60-foot tree. You know? Hilarious! That's one of that's a all time video. <laughs> I didn't see that by the way until about thirty minutes before I came over here, so it's a good thing I watched yeah. it. But last one from Justin: the show Cobra Kai has made one of the most unlikable characters in movie history, Johnny Lawrence, likable. What's another? I still need to watch that. What other? What's another character from a previous movie or show that you would be shocked to have turned into a likable character? I don't know who's just a,
1: who's just a wretched character
0: I'm trying to think like so Joffrey Baratheon oh that's a can you imagine a, a, a scenario where Joffrey Baratheon was a sympathetic character no I cannot
1: Batman Begins he is well that doesn't count he's not Joffrey <laughs> Baratheon
0: there so yeah that's our answer
1: gosh he did That's that to me good is, acting. is one of the best acting jobs in history Cersei,
0: Cersei Lannister is the same one yeah you know, yeah. She's just a total horrible person. Like to the point where if I saw her in public... You would think like, that's her. Like, I don't know if I would even want to talk to her. And anyway. Joffrey's the same way. Yeah. Jo- that's good acting. It's really good acting. Uh, the Yazoo B wants to know, did Ole Miss really accidentally put a porn star on their stadium cups, or is it a Mississippi State conspiracy? Some kid admitted to doing it, and he was an Ole Miss fan. Now, I don't know if he's telling the truth or not, but he admitted it. So I saw this... Were they allowed to submit people? Is that how that yeah, worked? Yeah, it was like, submit your hometown hero or whatever. So and this so guy, submitted the picture of dude. Johnny Sins, and Dr. Johnny Sins, and uh, gave like a, a brief BS description of who he was, and almost didn't, didn't do a reverse Google image search, and they put that on there. Somebody brought up a good point on the Six Packs Peak message board, which is, almost can't distribute those cups now. Because he could sue them for using his image. His image. I mean, I would... But at the same time, are they really going to throw away half a million cups? A yes, if you have a porn star on them. Oh, okay. yes. can, can you get another half million in there? Well, you best get plastic ones or something. They're just going to Kroger. Like, we need all the red Solo cups you have. I, I mean, you got to, do a pallet. You, you got to do something? You cannot
1: distribute that. E- even if it's not a copyright deal... It's a. At this point, you look
0: like idiots if you sit there and hand out a cup with I, a porn stars. Can you imagine if we're just sitting there sa- Saturday morning because they have the eleven a.m. game? Yeah. And then people start tweeting out, "Got my Johnny Sins cup." <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have a laugh if that happens. Uh, let's see here, Alexander Watson. You mentioned that playing that LSU playing LSU in the first game is our best bet for an upset. Is there another Week One matchup you think might have a chance as an upset? I think. That, I mean, I think Auburn is going to be favored over Kentucky, and I think Kentucky's going to win that game. I think that. Let's look at let's look at the uh the, the numbers here. Uh Florida and Ole Miss, not a lot of upset potential there. Georgia and Arkansas has none. Missouri, Alabama has none. Is there any with South Carolina and Tennessee? South Carolina step up and win that game? I mean could, but I, I don't think they will. No, me either. Vanderbilt and Texas A and M, there's none. No. So
1: Yours is the right call. Yeah, Aub- Kentucky, Auburn, Auburn.
0: Auburn, Kentucky is the one. Yeah.
1: What surprises you more if State was to beat LSU or if old, like Ole Miss was to beat Florida?
0: I'd be a lot more surprised by Ole Miss, Ole Miss beating Florida. Florida? Yeah.
1: yeah. Even though it's home for Ole Miss and that yes. old nine
0: yards? Yes. Because what is home this year? That's you know? true. So. That's true. Uh, Alexandra Watson, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile came to my job on Friday and it was the best day ever. What is the best thing outside of your actual job that you have experienced while at work?
1: tough for me to say because a lot of times when i'm at work i'm at home <laughs> yeah
0: i was thinking like the madness of that sec tournament baseball game 17 yeah. inning just up there with your friends and just knowing that, that this might never end we might see the sun come up and we literally getting to the hotel did see the sun come up yeah i mean just like it's five in the morning and you're still going and you're like oh my I, that was fun I mean, it was fun in a perverse kind of way
1: it was fun uh to chase down Fred McGriff at Duty Noble Field yep. back a couple years ago when or, he was here, uh, chase down Tim Hudson in
0: Omaha. Just being the the being the, at, at, at Omaha was fun, you know. Having that moment where you're on the field of the College World Series. Quite honestly, a lot of what we do is fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's just yeah. no way, there's no, no way around that. Whether it's just sitting in a press box shooting the breeze. I mean, we get to see some cool people, talk to some cool people. Uh, you know, run into some folks that, like in my case, were childhood heroes and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Goodness gracious, I got to talk to Will Clark and Rafael Palmero yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. Weekend, I, yeah. We get to do a lot of really cool stuff, so yeah, most of the job is fun. That's why I can't wait till
0: we get back to it. we yeah. get
1: back to doing normal stuff.
0: All right. uh, from Whit McAnally, maroon is all that matters, or varoom maroon. Well, if I had to pick. I'm going maroon. Is all that matters. Yeah, me too. Vroom maroon. Thank God that leaked, because that would have been a huge embarrassment had it gotten out.
1: Like maroon is all that matters to me. Yeah. Maybe this is. Maybe I'm into the not a bad Nord, It's not bad.
0: The slogan itself is. It is, good. It is just the time period it's associated exactly. with. Vroom maroon is bad. Like I can't believe they paid money to come up with that.
1: Yeah, the Maroon is All That Matters, from the slogan to him saying it at the press conference, everything yeah, about it worked. was was great. It worked. It's but just that that period of time was yeah, the, a wretched stretch of
0: history. If, if, if Sylvester Croom had been a winning coach, then that's, Maroon, Maroon is All That Matters is still a huge part of MSU's marketing today. Yeah. But it's not. So uh, Mashed potatoes or baked potatoes? Love them both.
1: If I could only have one for the rest of time, though, it would be a baked potato.
0: Mashed potatoes and gravy. I can't go wrong. That's my choice. Maroon jersey white pants or maroon jersey grey pants?
1: They both look good, but I just maroon and white is the color. I don't care so about I, the, I, like I don't care
0: about white. the pants. I care about the helmet. I want a. Maroon, oh, it's gotta be a maroon helmet. Maroon helmet. And I'd like to see the shiny one again. You know, we've they've worn the matte one so much. Fozzie or Gonzo? Mm hmm. Comedian or are you a crazy person? <laughs> Fozzie kinda gets on my nerves a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. I think I'll so, go crazy. I'm going to go Fozzy. So you're going Gonzo. Go okay. Yeah, I'll go crazy. Wesley Morgan or Marcus Campbell? <laughs> hmm. He's uh, a good kid, that Marcus Campbell. I don't know yeah. him or anything. Shout out to Rick Majerus. <laughs> Wesley Morgan. Okay. Uh, the landmass between Louisiana and Alabama or the area east of New Orleans and west of Mobile? <laughs> the landmass. landmass is, is, is Yeah. All right. Last one, Manwich or
1: Sloppy Joe? See, here's one of the, uh, these are the questions I'm here for, by the way. Okay. This kind of stuff. Yeah. Here's that age-old, my mother called it this, my wife called it this. Growing up, it's always Sloppy Joe. Right. And my wife always calls it Manwich. And so I have transitioned. I used to be a Sloppy Joe guy. But now, since the last 12 years, it's always been Manwich. And so now I whereas if you'd asked me this prior to marriage sloppy joe all the way mm-hmm, but now it's I, now it's manwich. Okay, nothing wrong with that.
0: Daniel which which Mont- way do you go? Sloppy Joe. Do. Daniel Montgomery, which NFL name change is harder to adjust for? The Las Vegas Raiders or the Washington football team? Las Vegas Raiders. See, I'm the opposite. Cuz I just I always refer to NFL teams by their by their mascot. I just say, I would just say the Raiders, the Saints, the Buccaneers, right? You know where they are. It's just saying the football team is weird.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I guess I, I go the opposite direction with that. I mean, with the Redskins, which are no longer Redskins, it's just they're Washington now. They're just Washington.
0: I mean, it, yeah, that's what yeah, I. I so, if I'm going to talk about wa- the Washington football team, I'm just going to say Washington.
1: Yeah, it, but that's that's. But they're, that's different. the Raiders? If you told me to say
0: their full name, I still want to say Oakland. I mean, I remember when they're the LA Raiders. Yeah, so, I do too. Yeah. I, 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 for me, it's Washington. For you, it's the Raiders. Kevin Wright. When you say the word white. You, is the do you pronounce the H or is it silent? You pronounce it. I pronounce it. But well, it's it's white. Yeah. The H huh is in there. Yeah. Yeah. What was you saying? White. I can't.
1: I can't even say. Although, like, wit. I don't know. Game of Thrones. The the whites were, they were white walkers, right? With no H. Were they not white walkers.
0: I think Maybe. it was W I G H T. No, no, they were white. They were W H I T. They were, but they were whites. There's that's a different thing. Okay. W, but there's still an H in there. So. W i g h t, but the H is at the end. Yeah, but so still, you, it still, is it is silent. In it's that still, yeah, instance. Fine.
1: But yeah, if it, like the color maroon and white.
0: Yeah, yeah. I pronounce the H. What is the best dip for potato chips? I don't dip potato chips much.
1: No, it, it's always corn chips or something like that I'm, if I'm f- dipping. Onion dips or something? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I hadn't had French onion dip in like a long, long
0: time. Do You know what the real answer to this is? Gravy. Chips and gravy. Yeah. If you go to, go to like, Peppers or go to Obie's and they give you the chips, get a side of gravy and dip your chips in there. Change your life. <laughs> I promise. To try it next time. Okay. Rank the following Will Smith movies. Independence Day, Hitch, Men in Black, Pursuit of Happiness. Independence Day is number Independence one. Independence Day is one. I won't accept yeah. any of them. <laughs> it's a slam dunk. Uh, Men in Black Men is probably and two? two. Yeah. And then the other two, I mean, I've never seen Hitch or Pursuit of Happiness. I've seen
1: both. I would go Pursuit of Happiness ahead of Hitch. Okay.
0: There you go. Heath Hopkins, who's a second-time rumble,r also not a uh, a former MSU punter. Uh, if things play out, Kylan Hill will be our leading receiver in the air raid offense. After Kylan, who rounds up the top five, so the next four guys. We going in order or just, just any? go? Uh, Austin Williams, yeah. Osiris Mitchell, yes. Malik Heath, yes. Javante Payton, John there it is. Simple, simple, simple. Dalton Lee is the sunbelt on the rise to national relevance after last week. Now. At the end of the day, they're still a group of five conference. So yeah, but they but they, that said, they can become they can become a team that you don't they can be a conference of teams you don't want to play. Whereas you know not everybody has that reputation, but the idea that an undefeated Sun Belt champion is probably not getting to the playoff. Uh, let's see here. Bo Reinwald says, "I saw you tweet your top WCW wrestlers the other day." here, you and Joel's top ten favorite WCW tag teams. Ten is ten? too much. Wow. We at five. All right. Outsiders. Outsiders. Hollywood Blondes. Oh, that's a good call. I didn't think of them. Harlem Heat. Yes. Uh oh, you're missing a big one here. The Steiners. Oh, yeah, Steiners. That's right. Yeah. And then need one more. Tolley and Arn are an NWA team. I don't call them a WCW team, so that doesn't work. Um Luger and Sting teamed up a lot, but that's not really a tag yeah. team. American Males? What was the team with Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio called? Now you got to Google it. <laughs> and I do. I feel like I have to Google it. I'm trying uh, to think. Is there anybody... Public Enemy? No. Public Enemy might actually be a choice there. Okay, they evidently didn't have a... Uh, a nickname. they just took Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Yeah. Uh, Doom, was that a WCW team? No. They are more of an NWA team.
1: The Road Warriors were in WCW for uh, a yeah, point. They were
0: more NWA, though, I think. Yeah. By the time they got to WCW, they were entrenched in WWE. I'm trying to think. I guess I, I, that's what's... I, I can't come up with a fifth one. I can't come up with a good fifth one. I
1: mean, I can come up with other WCW tag teams. Yeah, but but none that, like... um, Now I'm looking at former WCW (laughs)
0: tag... We're probably spending way too much time on this. uh, This is one I want to answer. I want to know the answer to. (laughs) Let's see here. All right. Let's go here. Uh, Varsity Club? No. The Freebirds, Hayes, and Garvin? We'll put them on the list. Wait, here we go. Dangerous Alliance. Arne Anderson and yeah, Bobby Eaton. there you go. Okay. That'll work. All right.
1: There again, though, wasn't that more NWA? No, no, that's WCW. That WCW. WCW? Okay.
0: So, I also, uh, just a quick shout out to a team I thought had a lot of potential. And they were chronic. Yeah. They were yeah. fun to watch. And they had a good gimmick. Wrath. And, well, it was Brian Adams and Brian uh, Clark. Clark. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Wrath and, and Crush. Yeah. That was a good tag team, though. Okay, so let's just, just so we have it right again. Outsiders. Outsiders. Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Hollywood Blondes. Hollywood Blondes. The the Steiners, the Steiners. And the Dangerous Lions. That's a very good group. Yeah. The only one I'm trying to I'm looking at this list here of who we may have left off. The only one that strikes me as like, okay, we could make a room for them. Ben Juan Malenko, when they teamed together, was yeah. a good team. But other than that, I like I like where we're at. All right you ask a wrestling question there we was a, will go in depth. there was a wrestling star named Paul Jones apparently number 1 Paul Jones yep. absolutely he was a, more of a manager when, when well he the, was a uh, former WCW tag champ he was but by the time i got into wrestling he was a manager he, he, had the, uh, the, he had the he had the i forget what he called it he had a stable though he was down there in florida a lot with like sir oliver humperdink and those yeah. guys so uh where are we Carter Bentley, this is a fantastic this is the this is today's question of the week. Congrats, Carter. If you could live to be one thousand four hundred and sixty years old, do you turn fourteen sixty on your birthday or fourteen sixty one? Because you've lived an extra year's worth of leap days. You're
1: gonna turn fourteen sixty, but, but you have
0: made a compelling case that you should actually you should be fourteen sixty one.
1: I agree, a hundred percent. If you like went and reported your official age, you would have to say fourteen sixty. Yeah. But you should be 14
0: You should be 14 61. All right. Congrats. The, or not congrats, but thanks to this gentleman right here. He gave us a pronunciation guide for his game. Sarthik Sharma wants to know, if MSU beats LSU week one, how does that change your outlook for the rest of the season? I just want to tell you that if I had them at four and six, yeah, if they beat LSU, I'm going to change it to like seven floor, and three. The
1: floor is six and four at that
0: point. Yeah, at that point. I think they, I think they, would, they would lose to Alabama and Georgia, and they might drop another one just because they but, might. But everything else is winnable. Everything else is winnable at that point. Trey Robinson wants to know our over/under on Ben Hallen coaching three and a half more years. Feels like under. I would take the under on that. I would. Just feels like. I mean, he's just getting, he's just getting up there. It's got nothing to do with success at this point. I think it's just. I mean, after three more years. I mean, how old is he now? Ben Hallen is mid sixties. He's sixty three. So yeah, in three years he's sixty six years old. He might be willing to stop and call it a day. Six Pack Speak. Who is the? Of course, my cousin Stephen Agustinelli. He wants to know: Do you feel the same about his brother Chris as Peter Burns? Do you hate Chris? You know, there there are elements
1: outside of, of my being right now that are just convincing me <laughs> to say yes. Yeah, he's
0: not. I loathe. He's, I, I, I he's him. terrible people. You don't want to. Be, you don't want to be associated with Chris Agostinelli. I promise you that. Uh, Ford Polk, if you were good enough to play for D one, but not good enough for P five. What g5 school would you like to attend? Whatever sport so you could be a, a baseball player at another school outside of the power five where do you go? I know the answer to this I got two possible answers right, I, got, gonna, no, actually, yeah. I got a bunch I got a All bunch right, go, go for I first. want to be a baseball player at Florida Atlantic which is in Boca Raton Oh yeah Pepperdine uh, San Diego State something like that I want to be a baseball player at a at a school, Hawaii. Something like that. San Diego State wouldn't be a bad choice. They kind of have a they have good a good re- program. They have a too. good program, good reputation, and, and it's you're in San Diego. Diego. Yeah, but all those like, lo- all those beach schools. Pepperdine. Have you ever seen Pepperdine's campus? It's no. incredible. So yeah, what stadiums, college, or pro, past or present, would you like to see a game at? So any stadium, any sport. I would like to go. If I'm going to go first, I'm going to go to San Fran for that. Yeah. For I guess that's Oracle Park. I want to go to the Staples Center to see the Lakers. I'd like to go to the new Yankee Stadium. I wouldn't mind that. Just, just, I would have rather went to the I old Yankee oh, Stadium. Does it say past? Yes. yes. Okay, old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, and Then beyond that, I would like to go to Notre Dame for a football game. And we'll do one more college football one. I'd like to go to the uh, Oklahoma-Texas game. So I guess that's in the Cotton Bowl.
1: Yeah, I, The old baseball ones are the ones that stand out to me because I've never been to Fenway or Wrigley. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go to both of those. Dodger Stadium is one that I would like to go to. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not... You get there in the third
1: inning like everybody else? This is a different ranking than earlier, which is the best stadiums or whatever. Like the ones I want to go to. I mean, just the history and stuff of Dodger Stadium.
0: Mm. So, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to hit me in the the chest with? Didn't like Kurt Gibson have a big home run in that stadium? Uh, He was like hurt. I I mean, I could check my VCR and see if I have those highlights. I don't know. (laughs) Last one from uh, Ford. Did you know Tulane <laughs> held a winning record over Auburn? I did not know that. I would never have guessed that in a million years. What is it? 1-0? It Tulane can't
1: be. sure they that. played. Like, You've got to be like...
0: Yeah, are you familiar with the Winsipedia? No. Winsipedia is a great resource for college football fans. You just go there and you type in uh, any uh, team, two teams, and if they've ever played, it has the whole series there history. There you go. That's... So the Winsipedia for this it's seventeen fifteen with six ties. Wow, that's insane. Tulane also has the biggest win in the series. They won fifty-two nothing in uh, two thousand. Uh, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, in nineteen twenty-nine. That's insane. It's one of those
1: deals where never would have guessed that. I would say you can win a lot of money with that question, but by you asking that
0: question, people would automatically, automatically. know that.
1: Too late. Something's must up,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach Johnson, if you could get free Strange Brew Coffee for life, but you got to be tackled by Jeffrey Simmons to get it, would you do it? No,
1: yes. because I would be dead and yeah, would no longer why, be
0: able to to yeah, enjoy. Budget like for me for, for Welcome Home Beef. Like I'm not gonna have a chest left. How am I supposed to eat? <laughs> no. Trotter Flynn, what current phrase or term would you vote to abolish permanently? Non-hate speech. Obviously, we take out all the hate speech because that, that's too easy. I'll
1: tell you one that I hear. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot the last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for whatever reason, it just makes me like, I wish you would say it a different way. Uh-huh. I know. What, I think I know what it is. I can't wait to get my hands on your daughter. Like, I, I can't oh. wait to get my hands on her. <laughs> like, with the baby. <laughs> I didn't think you were going there. I can't wait, I can't wait okay. to get my hands on her. Like, I'm just like,
0: yeah. can, I know what you're saying. I can't wait to see your daughter.
1: Yes. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to hold your daughter. That's acceptable. That's, that's I can't wait to give a snuggles to your daughter that's fine but can't wait to get my hands on that baby like i'm yeah. just like it just sounds yeah, weird as we, a daughter yeah can, can we say it differently welcome to my world it's fantastic um woke yeah not a big fan i hate that word
0: it just it just makes me angry uh cuck <laughs> um cancel culture i want to cancel cancel culture yeah, And then, of course, obviously number one on the list would be Hottie Toddy. Uh, Brad Haynes. First off, congrats on the baby girl. He's a girl dad himself. Hey. hey. Uh, he asked us a baseball recruiting question. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you and I are both in the, the the dark on that. Probably. I don't know anything about baseball recruiting until signing day. And even then, I don't know a whole lot.
1: <laughs> I'll give it a shot. What's um, you got?
0: he got? He said they had a guy commit recently. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at that class? Have you looked at the 2021 class for baseball?
1: Uh, I mean, I... I Yes, but not enough that I could give you any kind of right humongously. Right. another another word I made up. Humongously. That's not a word. Is actually a word. Think so. Okay. Well, anyway, Very I can't, couldn't league. give you couldn't give
0: you a, a great analysis right. of it. Another one from Brad. Why do coaches struggle with timeouts and time management so much? We see it every week. It's 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 a plague. It doesn't make sense, Joel. I think they just outsmart themselves, thinking, oh, I'll, I'll hold it, I'll yeah. hold it, and then you get to a point where you can't even use there's it. No, there's so. no point in it. Yeah, I I, I agree, and they just got They're just you know. John Jeffrey Nelson, fantastic question. Not question of the week, but very good. I'm going to start doing a question of the week. No prizes, but you get the uh, the recognition. This says a 0% chance of happening, but describe the reaction of both MSU and Ole Miss fan bases if Mike Leach were to sign Arch Manning. It would literally be the funniest thing imaginable in the Egg Bowl rivalry. It would be hilarious. If, and then God forbid he was good. We
1: don't know the answer to this question, mm-hmm. but I, I, we can guess. Mm-hmm. If Arch Manning wanted to come to state, what would his fam- would his family I, would pump the brakes on that pretty I quickly, think, right? I think
0: that it would be a tough decision for that family. But and, and not not that they don't want Arch to have his own decision, but you're talking about the Manning family. All right? You're talking about the speed limit is 18 at Ole Miss. They have the the, the indoor practice facility and the street around the stadium are named for the Mannings. I mean, Peyton going to Tennessee was worse.
1: It was was very rough on the Manning family.
0: Yeah, but this would be a million times worse. So, I mean, it would almost be like their brand would be damaged, if you put it that way. Ole Miss fans would never forgive them for that. State fans would laugh. We'd be like, this is hilarious. Eddie's a good quarterback. Ole Miss fans would feel like deep down betrayal. They would they would petition to change the speed limit and the names of those streets. They would, no question in my mind.
1: Yeah. There is no boy that would be funny. I mean, when you think of Ole Miss, the, the Manning name is almost synonymous with it. It is synonymous. Yeah, I mean, like I don't I don't even think about Peyton
0: being at Tennessee anymore.
1: Th- there is, I guess, there's no family name
0: that would be synonymous with state, right? And from an athletic, from an athletic standpoint, standpoint, no. no. No, not at this time. There's I mean,
1: you think of like you know donors the, and people's the names, seals, and stuff. yeah, uh, that sort of deal. You know,
0: yeah, obviously, uh, you know, Larry, uh, uh, Mickey Holloman, yeah, you know, boosters, boosters. There's not an athletic family, family like that for me. I'm trying to think. Is there like a, you know, there's there's just not one that that you know we're talking about legendary players too. So
1: it is. Is there like a father son, maybe then a grandson? Like, is there? A, I mean, I, I'll tell you who came to mind to me. It's basketball, but like Greg and Tyson Carter, are yeah. like two of the most yeah. successful like father
0: son duos. But that's it's not even in the same. No, it's not in rare as the Mannings. No. But yeah, there's just not one. There's, there's not one in a lot of schools, I would think. You know, there's not a lot of places where the dad was a superstar and then the son came in and he was a superstar. I mean, imagine. You know, I don't know when Tebow Junior is going to hit the world. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him to go to Florida. Yeah. So, if he if he's an athlete. So, we'll see. Dak Jr. Man, let's hope. Uh, the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. Mike Leach has been surprisingly restrained during press conferences so far by his standards. Should he drink the Coke on the podium first so he's more likely to go on a funny <laughs> rant? Let's put a little rum in that Coke and see what happens. I say.
1: You know, I yesterday, if you listened to yesterday's show, there was a moment where... Uh, Brian was talking and he asked me a question I wouldn't pay attention was because I actually got an email that was kind of asking from some of my higher-ups the Sports Illustrated kind of asking me that question about any funny leech happenings and, and like trying to, to use those and, and that sort of deal. But there really hasn't been a ton of leech
2: yeah.
1: um, things to this point. And I wonder if some of that's because of the way we're doing it. I like, think, it, I think it, it it's the way we're of,
0: doing it and I think it's the, 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 the circumstances of people want football right now. If we had had spring football and everything had been normal, funny Leech would work. But right now, people want to actually hear about the team because they can't yeah. see them. They're not getting any practice video. So, uh, If there was a Mike Leach pirate breakfast cereal, what would be the main ingredient or ingredients? I mean, if you mean other than, you know, you know what is that stuff? High fructose corn syrup. <laughs> um, feels like that would be a fruity cereal, right? Yeah. Like a pineapple flavor or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just think like Key West... When I think of him, so it's got to be a... It's
0: kind of flavor. I don't know, yeah. Maybe. All right, what will State's first offensive play against LSU be, and what will be the result? They'll run a mesh route yeah. for eight to ten yards. Something simple. Who
1: catches the first pass, Kyle?
0: No, if it's a mesh route, it'll be... uh well, i uh, right. if it's a mesh route, it it'll be Javante Payton. Yeah. Payton is the first catch of the year, with my prediction.
1: I'll go Austin Williams.
0: Very good. Dan Freeman says, can you help me remember which team it was that lost a game to Arkansas in overtime after a fourth and 25 was converted by a wild lateral? I want to say this also caused that same team to lose the SEC West. I remember that game very clearly. I do, clearly. too. I, I, can I can remember see it. it. Yeah. You know, and they're idiot Hunter Henry, players. I think, was his name. Yeah, that, yeah, and they, their they, players out on the field. oh, we won. No, they didn't win. They're and I, they had to. Yeah. There's yeah. a funny gif of their fans, like, oh, crap. They wear red and blue. Yes. They, oh, God, who was it? Okay, well, this is easy. Red and blue in the SEC West. Not Auburn. Not Alabama. Not LSU. Not Arkansas. Not State. Not A and M. It's got to be all this, right? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it was all this. <laughs> Good call. Good call, Dan. Ah. Uh, Ryan Sims, what time are y'all going to wake up from excitement on MSU game day? I'm thinking 3 a.m. for me. There's going to be some kid at Christmas vibes to yeah. September 26th. Like people are going to get up and like they're going to be locked in. It's a good thing it's
1: not like one of those 8
0: p.m. kickoffs. Oh, it'd be, it'd be interminable. <laughs> I wouldn't want any part of that. Of the 25-plus we have on the roster, who gets – Okay, so it's sort of the same thing. First touchdown catch this year. Who has it? First touchdown catch. I'm going Kylan Hill. <sighs> little dump off that he takes for a quick quick touchdown. Breaks loose. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll go off the board a little bit. Big body. I'll say Tyrell Shavers. I like it. Makes his mark. I like and it. gets the first TD catch of the year.
0: All right. We've got some rapid-fire questions here from William Taylor Ball. Brisket or pulled pork? Brisket. Brisket. Queso, with or without sausage? I mean, why would meat not make it better? Uh, it's
1: Usually, if there's a question of should I add meat, the always answer is add always meat. yes.
0: Fried okra or fried green tomato? Uh, I like both, but I'm actually going to go fried okra. Here. Fried okra. Steak, rare, medium-rare, or medium? Um... I'm more of a medium guy. Medium rare for Brian. Sausage, jalapeno or cheese stuff? Buddy. Both. Yeah, get some country-pleasing jalapeno cheddar sausage and call it a day. Yeah, some things you don't have to choose either. You can go with both. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Tommy wants to know, does Garrett Trader moving receiver just show how bad he wants to play? Or maybe he just likes being a bulldog. I think it does show how bad he wants to play. Uh, First off, Tommy, I would suggest you listen to Monday's podcast. But if you didn't, uh, yeah. He wants to get on the field. He's not willing to just sit and be the third-string quarterback and signal in plays all year. He wants to play. So, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Britt Reynolds. During a discussion at work, my boss, a colleague, and myself all predicted win-loss totals for State. We all had different totals, but one question was thrown out. Would you trade a win over Ole Miss for a win at LSU? I say no to that. I, I'm going to guess that if if we put a poll up, most would say no. But even just from like a – if you're trying to look at it from an unbiased perspective, you sort of need to keep control of that rivalry right now. you got a chance – if you can win this year, the next year you've got him in Starkville, the chance to win four straight, which you haven't done since the 1910s. Uh, so, the, the, yeah, I, I think – Nobody expects you to beat LSU. It'd be great to win that game, but if you lose, as long as you're competitive, nobody's going to say anything. Losing to Ole Miss would, would, would change the perception of the program right now, I think. My good friend Brian McDuff. If all goes according to plan, all SEC teams will play an SEC game in December. This hasn't happened since 2001. Since 1992, however, two merited SEC teams have played each other every year in December. Besides Texas A&M, what SEC West team has never played an in December, outside of two thousand and one, so basically, he's asking what SEC West team has not been to the SEC championship game? Yeah, other than Texas A and M, who we know.
1: Well, I feel like we we've done this before, but we better run through it because I don't. Okay. Yeah, we can't count A and M. Right, they we're not, we're they not they, them. they just recently came into the conference in the last decade. We're not counting them. State, I can vividly remember you know, being, been, being yeah. 13
0: years old and watching and that. Obviously, yeah. Alabama's been a number of times. Yeah. LSU's been a few times. Auburn's Auburn, been a few times. Arkansas. Arkansas has been. So yeah. Arkansas, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, that's, State. Not counting that's A&M. Five.
1: That's, that's six of the seven. That's,
0: the only one left is Ole Miss. That's right. Ole Miss has not been to the SEC championship game. That is correct. Good question from my friend Brian. <laughs> uh, uh, back to the LSU. If you told me at the end of the year
1: LSU like finished 9-1 and and State was their only loss, yeah. I think you would
0: rather beat LSU than Ole Miss, right? Well, just what state's record then? I need to know. Cuz if they're 5 and 5, it doesn't make a difference.
1: I know inside the state, beating Ole Miss would be bigger, mm-hmm. but from a like national attention, does it help you recruit more nationally? Yeah. Would it not be better to beat LSU?
0: You would think. But, you know, you start recruiting here in the state. You don't need you need to stay on top. You need to stay on top. Uh, the only way I would say this is if you state, but well, even then, if you were 10 or 9 and one, it'd be painful. To I've, lose got, the game. I've got a hot take. Okay, who wins the egg bowl doesn't doesn't mean just a ton in recruiting. Not not for the year that you win it, but if you start winning two and three and four in a row, then it makes a difference. You know, yeah, uh, I I think. I mean, you think about Ole Miss. The reason state wins three in a row. So what does Ole Miss do? They had to go in on recruiting. If you know what I mean. <laughs> If they had just left it to chance, the state's going to get recruiting that year. So, uh, Payne Sleeper with a hypothetical force. State hires Leach in 2018 instead of Moorhead. Gardner Minshew transfers back to his home state and runs the air raid offense here. We also have the number one defense in the country. How does that team fare for this year? Ooh, Pretty boy. good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good.
1: Uh, that, in the what that's what ten. might be? That's a, that's a pretty good what might be. They might have been. They are question. at worst
0: a ten and two team, in my opinion. At worst, they lose to Alabama probably, but I don't know. I don't know that for sure. But they they probably do, and then they might lose one more. Maybe they lose Kentucky was good that year, you know. And state tried passing the ball on them, so I don't know. Wonder if Leach was
1: even on on the radar back when more Morehead was hired? Because I mean, we never well, heard his probably, name or anything. Probably. I mean. Probably on down the list some, but I think more. I think Cohen had zeroed in on
0: Moorhead pretty early in the of course. Process.
1: Leach, if we're honest here, was on down the list this time. I imagine it's not like he was. He, was, he choice was a.
0: He was probably choice B at worst, though. My guess is once Napier was not coming, that Leach was probably the top guy. Now I think they they were interested in Sarkeesian. I, I said that though. Joe uh, Judge. Joe, Judge Joe Judge was, was the top guy too. Um, he might have been the third option, at worst. Um. Bryce Yelverson, do you think Ty- Kylan Hill runs out of the tunnel the first home game holding the In God We Trust flag? That won't be voted in at that point. No, it's
1: life. not till November that that would be voted in. I can't in, see so that happening. I guess, I can't remember what the actual, it's the, what's the election day thing? It's like the first Tuesday after the first yeah. Monday or something. I can't remember. Yeah, in day. November, yeah. So anyway, there's only going to be like a, a home game or two after the election so said, but i guess it could
0: happen that said maybe after the egg bowl would be a fantastic place to have that both teams do it to be honest with you um matthew evans should i get my hopes up on the braves making it past the first round of the playoffs for the first time since 2001 i need some sunshine
1: i keep thinking about this too because this year you know there's an extra round yeah it's the, the wild card round best of three um and anybody that west that best of three man it's going to be so wild because anybody could beat anybody in a best of three series you know the worst team in baseball you know, god bless adam frazier and chris stratton they're not going to make the playoffs this year but like the 14 and i think they're 14 and 32 or something like that the pirates they could still beat anybody in a three game series you know in baseball that could happen so it's a crap shoot i'm going to be optimistic and say yeah they're going to do it um I, can't see, I still can't see the Braves making a run to the World Series or anything, though, because they have no pitching. And, yeah. and the guys they're counting on, they're counting on Freed to come off the DL, and Cole Hamels to come off the DL. and I don't know. Maybe Ian Anderson, some of those guys, will become superstars early. Yeah, Prove me wrong. Let's win the World Series.
0: Bryson Gunn, should we expect to compete for a national championship in women's basketball this year? Yes. The team's loaded. Yeah. They are really, really good. I mean, there's no reason to think that they won't be in the top, that they're not going to be a top-two seed. Um, I already sort of answered that Bryson Gunn also from him other than Charles Cross what offensive lineman has the most early impact NFL potential that's tough to say uh, Greg Island has a lot of versatility so I think it makes him valuable to some teams but I also don't know that he's as talented as like an Elton Jenkins was Um, I like Darian Parker but I mean it's talking about early impact NFL I don't see
1: that Dollar Bill's stepping up and probably earn a starting job probably means there's some high potential
0: there I think so that's probably the correct answer Um, and then we got Jason Neal Galt if Mike Leach can beat LSU where would it rank in the biggest wins of his career gotta let LSU play the season out and sort of see where it goes I mean I don't know I don't know enough about the I mean I know the biggest win of his career was beating Texas in that game Uh, it's probably in the top five I guess yeah uh, who beats Moxley to be the next AEW champion? I think they're going to keep the belt on Moxley until they can start getting some real crowds back.
1: Yeah, and what I would do, I'll tell you who I would have beat Moxley. Who a heel
0: Cody Rhodes that goes back on his word? That's not, That's a good. That's a good. That's a good example. I, he, am I wrong in that Jericho never had a rematch for the title? I don't think he did. I mean, yeah. Well, why would you not just go back to him? I don't know. You could. the The Cody Rhodes idea is good. Um. Is that it? That's it. All right. Uh, tomorrow's show, we got an old Miss preview. We're going to talk about the Rebels on tomorrow's show. Uh, our, my friend, and I use the quotation marks there, friend, Ben Garrett, joins the show tomorrow. So I'll talk with him about the Rebels. We'll get a look at them. Uh, and then we also have a positional breakdown tomorrow. we got the cornerback position. That should be another, another day of questions for us, Joel. Another, another day of who's going to step up. That's the theme for the MSU defense. Who's going to step up? We'll see about that. we also to talk to some assistant coaches and players on Tuesday night, so maybe we'll have some comments from them as well. Guys, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again on uh, Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Until then, for Joel Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.